Hello, I'm Alex. And this is Amy. And welcome to the official petition to start West Carolina. <laughs> Sweet home, West Carolina. Is that a banjo? No, it's like a. There's an electric guitar in there. Okay. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Alex? Marxism for the win, the final jam. Part two. Yay. So, our last episode, we had so much to say that we had too much to say, so we couldn't fit it all into one episode, which is why we're back with another episode about America and all the shit that goes on there. Exactly. And I'd like to start off today by asking you, if you were a born and bred American, what would you be most embarrassed about? Yes. (laughs) Just in general. In general. There, are, there are so many things. I, I'd say... Well, the thing is, if you're American, you're biased. Mm. But I don't know if you've seen the TikTok where this one guy is like, um, tell me what's the dumbest thing an American has ever said to you? And then, have you seen that trend? Yes. <laughs> and the amount of things that people... Like, Americans are just... I don't know. Yeah, I'd be embarrassed by the pronunciation of the word orange. <laughs> How can orange be one syllable? Oil. 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 Caramel. Aluminum. <laughs> they even spell it differently. I didn't know that they spelled it differently. I'd be most embarrassed about the lack of the letter U in my le- in my words. <laughs> Color. Color. <laughs> Neighbor. Favorite. <laughs> Do you know why they don't have U's? Because they don't care about one another. That too. Only but about me, not you. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> um, but I read this thing that said, in like newspapers and things, you pay per letter. And because Americans are stingy capitalists, it's <laughs> like, I'm not going to pay for a letter that I don't need. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they just dropped the U to use less letters. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really interesting. So that's why Americans can't spell. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Country Western accent. One, two, three, let's go. <laughs> In the last episode, I asked Alex to do a country Western accent, and the pause there is just delicious. Like, your brain cogs were like, grrr, what does a like, country accent sound like? Okay, I've got a challenge for you. New, okay. New York accent, go. I'm walking here. <laughs> Pizza. A calzone! You're just saying New York words in a country western accent. <laughs> Statue of Liberty! <laughs> I can't do it though. I'm really terrible with accents, as you may have heard from the previous episode of the podcast. No, your country western was amazing. Butter my butt and call me a biscuit. I wouldn't piss on him. If, oh, we can't just repeat what we said. We can't. No, we can't. Well,. I mean, there's also the the Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota, eh? It's like a Canadian, but on our side of the border. <laughs> and it's very sweet. Like, it's very cute. Would you like a snickerdoodle, sweetie? <laughs> a snickerdoodle. <laughs> I don't know what a snickerdoodle is. It's a biscuit with cinnamon sugar on top. Ah. But they call it a cookie. That these gosh darn Americans. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. These gosh darn Americans, don't you know? <laughs> don't you know? <laughs> So, 
Let's talk about basements. <laughs> Just basements. Basements in general. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Builder's Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, you... not Builder's Warehouse because we don't have basements. Yes. And that is what we're going to talk about because I want a basement. I too want a basement. I want a space where me as an angsty teen can go to and move my whole room when my parents aren't looking. And then they're like, Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander, what are you doing with your stuff? You can't move downstairs to the basement. Gosh darn it, Alexander. <laughs> Those are attics. I think attics would be cool. Yes, but basements are like fun teenage areas. And attics are either very nostalgic or very creepy. True. Yeah, I would love an attic though. I love the whole idea of living in a triangle <laughs> in the roof <laughs> and then there's like a nice big window and you can put your bed against the wall and look out the window mothballs yeah and you don't have to share your room with anybody you just have the whole floor that's true which sounds amazing what other things do americans have that you wish you had i was thinking about those breakfasts that they have in disney original movies <laughs> Where the mom, who is always like blonde and thick, um, <laughs> has been downstairs making breakfast for probably like four hours. Really intricate, delicious looking breakfast. And then the kid comes downstairs like, morning mom, big test today. And then they take an apple and they leave the house. And the mom's like, gosh darn it, Alexander. <laughs> and they don't eat any of the delicious food. <laughs> really disappointing and they just take an apple and hop onto the school bus exactly school bus school bus i want i always wanted to go on the school bus i felt like i would be bullied um i'm not gonna deny that one (laughs) (laughs) what i feel like america is the bullying capital of the world yes in many ways and you know what else america has that we don't mass shootings school shooters (sighs) It's actually so... There was another mass shooting, like, last week in America. God. It's really distressing. Mm -hmm. Because, like... Ooh, I saw a fact yesterday. Yes. Uh, 20 years ago, there was a mass shooting in Australia, and they immediately brought in gun control laws, and there hasn't been a mass shooting in 20 years. Last year in America, there were 620 mass shootings. 620? Yep. That's far more days than there are in a year. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like two mass shootings a day. Wow. You know, like here in South Africa, if you hear a big noise, you look out the window and you're like, oh, what was that? If you're in the US and you hear a big scary noise, you sit under your table because mm. you think that somebody's shooting up your school. And that's insane. We never did drills in school. About okay, well, speak for yourself because the FF was at our door and we were under the tables. Pretoria High School for Girls 2016. Really? What a do? We're under the tables. <laughs> we were under the tables, yeah. We did, we did a lot of work under the tables because we were in grade 10. So our teachers weren't really like, okay, let's just sit under the tables quietly. And obviously this all went down for a really good, important cause. Yeah. But like, <laughs> we did. We sat under the tables. We got to use our lockdown procedure. We never did drills. So I don't know what we would have done if it happened. <laughs> you never even did the lockdown drill? We did the escape drill where you mm-hmm. had to like follow a specific path to the rugby field. Oh, yeah. And then... If there was a fire. Yeah, or something like that. But we never did a drill where we had to stay in class Mm. and hide under chairs or whatever and away from the windows. Mm. To a wall. (laughs) 
Did you do... Not even in primary school. Primary school we did. Yeah, that was fun in primary school, right? Because you sit under the table and you're like laughing with your friend and the teacher's like, shush, what if there's an intruder? I remember in pre-primary school, because we're all dumb mm-hmm. and they knew if they told us, we're going to do a fire drill or whatever, we they, we were just going to make fun of it. It wouldn't be fine. <laughs> so they made into a game where they said, oh, we're going to count the whole school for funsies. And we were all like, that's so cool. <laughs> and like, this guy came in with... A, you know those very big bells? Yes. Like, yeah, that the school uses if the electricity's off. Mm-hmm. So, he, um, I think it was the headmaster even. He, like, came running into the part of the school where the pre-primary kids were. And he was just ringing the bell. And we're like, we're gonna go count. We're gonna go count. <laughs> That's adorable. And until, like, grade four, I thought, wow, I wonder if we have counted the school in a while. And then I realized, wait, that was just a drill. Damn. It's funny how you don't realize these things as a child. Yeah. Hmm. Just like how I didn't realize that my mom works really hard on breakfast and I should appreciate it more like those kids in original Disney movies. So tell me, Amy, who is your favorite American? I don't know if I can pick one favorite American, but in the last podcast I did mention that Dolly Parton is probably one of my favorite human beings of all time. And recently she got her COVID vaccine because she is old, (laughs) which makes me very sad. Like, please live forever, dear Dolly Parton. Um, But she got her vaccination and she made a video and posted it on Instagram. And she's just like joking the whole time. And she's making fun of people who are scared of getting their vaccines. (laughs) And it's just, I love her. She, She came from a place of poverty and she's grown up and really... And became Miley Cyrus's godmother. Exactly. How do you go from eating roadkill, like literally, to becoming Dolly? Mm. I love her. I love Betty White. Yes. Because she is ancient. Yeah. But also young at heart. She's older than America itself. She's older than sliced bread. What? Yeah. (laughs) Dolly Parton was born before sliced bread was sold in stores. Betty White. What did I say? Dolly Parton. It's early in the morning. I had to wake up at 7.30 to write a class test. <sighs> no, sorry. I wrote my class test at 7.30. I had to wake up at 6.30. It is really unacceptable. Yeah. Betty White. How old is she now? I think she's... Where's my phone? <laughs> We're <coughs> about to find out how old Betty White is. Uh, guess. She's honestly just an icon. I'm going to guess 90... Seven and a half. I'm going to guess 99. Ooh. Drum roll. She's 99. Wow. Betty White is 100 years old next year. She's the same age as Prince Philip and look how that guy looks. (gasps) (laughs) That's crazy. He must be so jealous. He's turning 100 very soon. Is he turning 100 this year? Yes, in like May. Yeah. I think he wants to die. (laughs) I think when he got into that hospital, he was like, please let this be the end. <laughs> that was an excellent impression. Oh, they need to stop resuscitating Prince Philip. Yeah. When he got home, the queen was like, oh, damn it, he's back. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> How do we always end up on royalty? Because <laughs> we love the royal family. We do. It's a bit of a... It's a mess now. We love certain members of the royal family. People are hating on... Wait, let's not go into the royal family. Let's yeah, that can be a whole different episode, episode of the podcast, to be honest. And we're mostly going to talk about the crown and all the outfits because, my God. Yeah. So, well, that's a teaser. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode, the royal family. Yeah. 
Do you know which other American I really enjoy? Coming this fall. <laughs> to a cinema near you. I like how we call it autumn. And it's like got all those fancy letters. And Americans are like, the leaves fall down. We call it fall. <laughs> I love it. I think it's very sweet of them. They say some very specific things like that. Fall. Fall. When you ride a horse. Horse. No. <laughs> Giddy up. We call it horse riding. Yeah. They call it horseback riding. As if you're going to ride the horse's belly. Anywhere else. <laughs> That's actually a good point. <laughs> hey, you go ride that horse. It starts clinging to the neck. No, horseback riding. <laughs> Eyeglasses. <laughs> Where the hell are you going to put the glasses other than your eyes? Eyeglasses implies the mouth glasses. Bum glasses. <laughs> Makes no sense. I can't... You keep coming up with these and I'm like, oh yeah, you're right, but I can't think of any. So, uh, if you'd humor me, I want to talk about the territories of the United States of America. Okay. Because America has a few colonies. Yeah, it. they kind of wanted to be just like their daddy, mm-hmm. um, Britain. So, <laughs> they've got some... Some special friends. So, the biggest thing for me is Puerto Rico, which is, it's a part of the United States. They are bound by its constitution. The people there, I think they're citizens. I think so too. So basically, they're part of America in every sense, except they don't get to vote. In they don't get to vote? Puerto Rico doesn't get to vote for their president. And it's not because it's not a state. You're only allowed to vote if you're a state. So I guess that makes sense. The big thing for me is now that the Democrats are in charge, they want to make Puerto Rico a state so that it can have represent- representation in the, con- in the U.S. Congress, which is really important because Puerto Rico has a higher population than a number of U.S. states. I think it has a population of like 3 million. So there are a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So they need a say in how they're like governed. But like if, so the president is still the president. There. Yeah. What? In every sense of the word. But they can't vote. Nope. Ah. Uh, The thing is the Republicans don't like it because Puerto Rico will be vast majority Democrat. I wonder why. Um, and if they become a state, then they automatically get two senators, and both of the st- senators will be Democratic, which means the Democrats will have even more senators. Then, they also want to make D.C. a state, the capital, <laughs> <laughs> because even Washington, D.C. has a higher population than a few U.S. states, which is crazy. That is crazy. And D.C., I think, is 90% Democratic. Like, I think that's how the... Yeah. Yeah, which means they'll also get two senators, which means the Democrats will get four extra senators mm. in the Senate. So they can actually pass laws. Yeah. Instead of just not doing that. And now that the Democrats have control of the House and the Senate, mm. I think it's going to happen. I hope so. And it should happen because that's democracy. It makes perfect sense. Because DC. So. The way DC is run, DC is basically run by Congress. Their budget is passed by Congress. They have a mayor, but she doesn't have, a, have as much power as other mayors. So the people, they feel like they're being forgotten by the government. That's literally based in their city. 
And this is really helpful because when we look at Barack Obama's presidency, he had so many cool ideas besides the, the war criminal thing, you know, that, that was uh, something else, but he had really good ideas about passing laws that are helpful to the citizens of the United States, like healthcare bills, for example. Mm -hmm. And none of that was ever passed because the Republican Senate was like, nope. Just said no. The gun laws. Guns. They they just vetoed any form of a gun law that went into Congress, and I don't get why. Mm. Why are they so obsessed with guns mm. and any form of control? Do you think it has something to do with masculinity? That's a chat, but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think Americans just in general have an issue with the government running their lives. Mm. So the idea that the government can tell them whether they're allowed to own guns or not when the Constitution says they're allowed. Mm -hmm. The fact that guns is the Second Amendment. It's a bit whack. Like, First Amendment, free speech, right to assembly, all of those nice things. And Mm -hmm. they're like, hmm, when are we going to make the Second Amendment? Um, Something important. Okay, guns for everyone. (laughs) Something important. Hmm. Third Amendment. The army is not allowed to sleep in your house. (laughs) I love that one. <laughs> oh no, it's just it's really weird. It's and it's fully a problem. I mean, 10 days ago or 10 days before there was a whole, you know, the shooting that happened with yep. Asian Americans. Like 4 days before that, the gun laws came back into that certain region. I need to read up more about it. But apparently there was a restriction on having assault rifles and then they lifted the restriction because they sued the state. So they lifted the restriction. That man got his assault rifle and had a bad day and killed innocent people. No, it, it makes no sense. And it's really troubling to think that, like, also that whole chat of wanting to have the teachers armed and in the schools and how how you know they have police officers in the schools yes and those metal detectors yeah not security officers like actual police officers get stationed in the schools and they're like there to stop shootings yeah and like me a white south african woman i'm nervous about the police but can you imagine being a young black male teenager in a high school just trying to mind your own damn business and get an Mm. education and there's a police officer there. And you get picked on because you wear a hoodie to school or something stupid. Like yeah. That. No, it's painful. I think we should say some nice things about the US because all we've been doing is dissing the poor place. Yeah, we've been absolutely trashing the United they, States. Yeah, there are good things that come out of it. Absolutely. And I think whenever I think about something good about the US, I think of Broadway. And I think about... Route 66, (laughs) you know, like the whole thing of getting in a recreational vehicle and driving across the country. Living on Bentain fantasy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I immediately thought about Cousin Gwen and how I had a weird crush on her. Ooh, anyway. I thought about cars when you mentioned Route 66. Yes. Because that's what, that's. That's why I learned about it. Nice. Mm. Um, Pixar, also a good American institution. Mm. That I'd say my favorite part of America is the entertainment industry. Oh, yeah. Because I've made so many things that are really, really good. And as problematic as some aspects of it can be, I think it's really making mm. good positive change. 
And being able to grow up with that kind of stimulus was is, is really like a privilege, you know. Um, but when I do think about going to America, I think about going across the country and seeing all the landmarks, like the world's biggest ball of twine. <laughs> South Africa has the largest pineapple in the southern hemisphere. Really? If you want to go see that I, one day. I do want to go view it. How does it not go squishy and disgusting? It's a house. It looks like a pineapple. <laughs> you said the largest pineapple. It is. But like it's just a house that looks like a <laughs> Who lives in a house that looks like a pineapple <laughs> under the sea. Spongebob bootleg. Bootleg Spongebob. Yeah, I... Oh. I do want to go see that now. I, I would love to go and see all the really stupid things. Like, obviously, it would be nice to see Mount Rushmore and the Grand Canyon. I was just about to say, Grand Canyon is... It sounds really reason. beautiful. It sounds big. And, and the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. <laughs> and I'd love to go to Vegas and New York and those those big places. Mm. Things that's just so big. Oh, yeah. You would have to take a strong six months out of your life to do yeah. this. Because you can either do East Coast or West Coast. But to do East and West in one holiday, that's a lot. It's a gap year, if you ask me. And then there's a lot in the middle. Yeah. If people forget about the middle. Underrated middle. There's a song by the Mountain Goats, which is a, a band. <laughs> They're a really cool band. You should listen to some of their Just music. Just imagine some Mountain Goats saying, bah. <laughs> bah. There's a song by the Mountain Goats about driving through Texas at night and how the highway becomes like a Mobius strip of wonder. And I'm like, wow, that's so cool. I want to see that. The fact that you know what a Mobius strip is, is very erotic. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> for those who don't know, a Mobius strip is uh, it's a topological shape that only has one edge. It means that it's like endless. It's that, it's that optical illusion where it like goes all the way around. It's not even an illusion. You can make one. Google no, how, thanks. Google how to make a... You just take a piece of paper and you twist it. Oh, I guess that's a good point. And you just go around and around. It's just started raining, and I think that's really beautiful. It's raining, man. Hallelujah. It's raining, man. <sighs> yeah. I also just, I want to own an RV or a van. I want to be a van life vegan, you know? I can't believe how expensive some of those RVs are. Because you know there were a bunch of shows on like TLC yes. or whatever. <laughs> where Dream they Life RV. <laughs> And I would want one of them, but they would cost more than a house here. Because there's a jacuzzi and, like, a television. And the walls that move out. I mean, it would be nice. One of my biggest dreams when, when I was little was for Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Yes! To show move up my... that bus! <laughs> Ty! Always... I had such a... Like, he was my hero as yeah. a kid. Yeah, that show made me cry. Every, Every episode made me cry. Just the reaction of the families and, like, the, the stuff. Because it wasn't... It wasn't like bullshit. They really helped people that needed new homes. And, and they, they got to go to Disneyland. They and they didn't... <laughs> <laughs> the limos. <laughs> the limousine. <laughs> it was so extra, but it was really like heartwarming seeing mm. a whole community come together and build a house in a week. That's insane. That's why their houses are built with match matchsticks. I can't talk. <laughs> Wet wall. <laughs> Wet wall. Ugh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Extreme, extreme makeover home edition. And there's also a clean house with Nisi Nash. She, I just, wow. She came over and made you throw away everything you didn't use. And then she would be like, it's time to clean this house. And I was just, I was obsessed. Ugh, yeah. 
what else was there? Storage Wars. Storage Wars. And it got so intense. And porn yep. stars with a W. <laughs> you remember that guy? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Porn stars. Porn stars with a W. I remember. (laughs) 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 It's not that funny. (laughs) I just have to be specific. Kiara with a W. (laughs) Kiara always tells us the story about how when we were in English, we were talking about like what TV we were watching. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I always go home and watch porn stars with my parents. And the English teacher would be like, with your your parents? (laughs) Thank you for that. That was hilarious. (laughs) I wonder if the people can hear the The rain. rain. Ambiance. Ambiance. Well, I can hear it in my microphone, in my headphones. You are absolutely welcome for this surround sound experience. This is what Africa sounds like. The country. For the one person in America that's listening to our podcast. She knows what Africa sounds like. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, well. Um, okay, well, I think that's enough rambling for today. Yeah, this was really a rambly episode, and we really, truly love you if you have stayed on for this whole time. Yeah. Um, if you love us this much, maybe you can buy us a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you like what we do, or if you don't and you just love us um, relentlessly, general. then you're welcome to go to the link in our bios and go and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link. But you don't have to, lol. We just love knowing that you are here listening. And with that, goodbye. Bye. Y'all come back now, you hear? here? <laughs>